When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Welcome back to the Sporting Capital. Damien Watson with you. If you want to text in 0433981116. Well, the Commonwealth Games are on the horizon. A great buzz around Birmingham at the moment with the opening ceremony to be held tomorrow morning, Australian time. And it's great to see women's cricket involved as a sport. It's the first time cricket has been included as a sport in the Commonwealth Games since 1998 when the men were involved in Kuala Lumpur. Joining me on the line, one of the stars of the Aussie women's cricket team, an all-conquering side, as we know, fast bowler Megan Shute. How are you, Megan? Thanks for joining us. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. Thanks for having me. It's a, a perfect English day here, so, yeah, the sun is yet to come out. <laughs> I was going to say, that's a typical English summer day, although they've had a bit of a heat wave in recent times, and I know your team has come from Ireland, where you've had a bit of a tri-series with the Irish and Pakistan side, although that's been affected by weather as well. What is the situation temperature-wise going forward? Are you expecting the forecast to be good? <laughs> I, I, I certainly hope so. I mean, we've again, we haven't really seen the sun since we've been here, which is a lot <laughs> like Ireland. I reckon in the few weeks that we've been away, the sun's probably came out twice. But um, yeah, we're hoping for low teens, uh, sorry, low twenties and high teens is is the forecast at the minute. But honestly, it kind of always looks like it's going to rain. So I've been wrong a few times before. <laughs> and one of the strange things I've been watching Amanda J. Wellington's vodcast that she does, Secret Life of Wello, which you featured prominently in, as a matter of fact, your South Australian teammate. <laughs> and uh, one of the things she highlighted was the fact that at nine o'clock at night or ten o'clock at night, I don't know if it's going to be the case at Birmingham, but it's still really light outside, isn't it? Yeah, so like they have the best blockout curtains in the world because you have to close them before you go into bed. Otherwise, you just get confused as to what time of day it was. And to be honest, most of the time, 8 or 9 p.m. is the best part of the day and the, the sun actually comes out. <laughs> I know, it's strange, isn't it? Let's get stuck into the cricket. Now, as a South Australian growing up in Hackham West, did you ever, ever think in your wildest dreams that you'd be representing your country on the national stage in a Commonwealth Games? Oh, no, nah, no chance in the world. Um, <laughs> I guess you don't you don't think a lot of things when you're a kid, and then I guess growing up down there, there's some things that don't feel within your reach, I guess. But um, to be here now is is honestly just an incredible honour and something that I never thought would happen in in my time. So getting a chance to play it towards the back end of my career is is really something special. Oh, no doubt about that. And you've been involved in World Cups. Is there something different about this event? Does it feel more communal because you're with athletes from other sports? And I understand you met a few of the athletes from other sports the other day. Yeah, oh, absolutely. I mean, the, the village life is just something entirely different. And I guess the best part of it is, you know, it's it's so much bigger than us. Normally, it's just a cricket tournament and everything is focused on cricket. And, and Cricket Australia is obviously the central part of it. And this is totally different to that. And I think that's what actually makes it so special. And going down to the, the main village um, and just being a part of all the other countries that are here, it's, it's absolutely incredible. It's actually a buzz that you can't really describe unless you're here. So it's yeah, it's a really cool experience and just super lucky to be here. 
Oh, no doubt about that. We're speaking with Australian fast bowler Megan Shoot. Just talking about the actual event itself, there's been a lot of buzz as to whether Australia can be beaten. How do you as a side, and you've been through pressurised situations before, given your dominance in recent times, how do you emphasise upon drawing out complacency and making sure that it never, ever creeps in because your team does such a good job as we've seen in recent years? Yeah, I think that's one thing we've actually focused on in the last five years or so. I think, you know, our loss at the 2017 World Cup semi was a big kick in the butt for us at at making sure that we don't, you know, stay complacent. Um, And that's kind of one of our values, I guess. And one of them at the moment is evolve. And we know that, you know, for us to keep doing that, we have to keep pushing ourselves individually. So I like to think that we're a pretty self-driven bunch that just require a minimum of coaching. And um, <laughs> so Shell does a good job at guiding us which way to go. But you're yeah, all pretty pretty competitive. And I guess coming into a tournament like this, um, knowing we're favourites at the end of the day, though, it's, it's T20 cricket and any team can win on the day. And we're pretty aware of that. So that's why we've got to come in and bring our best each game. You referenced your new coach, Shelley Nitschke. Tell us about what she brings, because she's an experienced campaigner in the coaching ranks, and she's made the step up to international level now. What does she bring that's different? Uh, obviously, you had Matthew Mott in charge and at the helm for a while. Is there a different dynamic? Is there different values? I mean, it's interesting, isn't it, the changing of the guard as to whether you stabilise that balance between what was initiated in the past and worked so well and what comes in as a new dimension? Yeah, it's it's actually really cool. I, I guess for us, I mean, we had Shell as our assistant um, yeah. before Moddy left, so it's not a huge transition as such, but um, she's an ex-player, so she has a great awareness of the game. She's a really laid-back character, so just kind of a real calamity, I guess. And, you know, for us, you can kind of still have a joke with her and to connect on a personal level with a coach, I think is really important for a team to feel comfortable and, and ready to go. So I think that's what Shell brings. She's just yeah, hell of a character and obviously knows her cricket inside out. So those two mould well together. All right. And how's the preparation been? How are you feeling individually and also as a team coming in and, and the training involved aside from that tri-series? Yeah, better now. I think heading into Ireland, I've honestly felt a little underdone. I think right. we'd had a quicker pre-season than what we'd, been used to and for us bowlers we hadn't long been off the full run so um but yeah with plenty of training under my belt not a whole lot of game time admittingly but plenty of yeah practice under my belt I, I definitely feel a lot better now and I think having practice in in those conditions in Ireland is going to hold us in good stead here in Birmingham and one of the great things too that was announced over the last couple of months they're going to extend the WNCL season you've actually got a chock-a-block schedule coming up because a number of players are going to the hundred obviously there's uh, tournament against India later on in the year that's initially been scheduled, the WBBL as well, extension of the WNCL that I mentioned. So how do you as a fast bowler manage your body in that situation? <laughs> I guess the one thing that holds me in good stead is I'm an old girl. So um, <laughs> I think, you know, I know my body <laughs> pretty well. I, I know when it's probably on a, on a crash course and I'm pretty honest at saying that to my coaches. So I'll... um. I'll kind of be honest and say if I need a break, but most of the time, I, I mean, I don't hit the deck at the crease like Darcy and some of the other proper fast bowlers do. <laughs> so I like to think that, um, yeah, my, my nice in-swingers have held my body in good stead. So, yeah, for me, it'll just be rolling along, um, taking breaks where I need it. But I guess sometimes the coaches do step in and, and, you know, cut out games here and there or cut out loads. And sometimes I admit that we probably need that as athletes. We think we can keep going forever, but um it's a hell of a schedule. I mean, you know, we're excited to be playing that much cricket, but we do know there are going to be some workload management things involved, and that's just part of the game. Speaking with Aussie fast bowler Megan Shoot ahead of the women's sides.
campaign at the Commonwealth Games, which is coming up very, very shortly. Have you had time to embrace the actual event? Obviously, you've got a job to do, but I've seen some of the videos of yourself and your South Aussie teammates like Darcy Brown, who you mentioned, Amanda J. Wellington, Talia McGrath, taking in the atmosphere and just actually embracing the event and the atmosphere around the village? Yeah, totally. I think we've actually spent quite a bit of time down at the other village. So it is, it is spread amongst a few different villages. And at the moment where we are is just in a hotel really with all the other cricketers and beach volleyballers. And it kind of feels similar to, I guess, the WBBL hub or, or a cricket world cup where School you're kind of amongst your opposition, but we do head down to the other village a lot. Cause that's really where the action is and where there's, you know, hundreds and hundreds of people. So that's kind of just cool to, I think even go down there in the first day we're down there and swapping pins with countries is, is something that we didn't know, you know, we're such rookies. We've, we've never been here before and we went down there and everyone's asking for an Australian pin, um, and you just, yeah, you swap that. And this is called the friendly games for a reason. Everyone is absolutely wonderful here and the volunteers are just so happy to be here. And yeah, it's a hell of an environment. I absolutely love it. Just a few more before I let you go, cause I know you've got to go to training just in terms of the way you prepare in those conditions in Birmingham and, and generally in the UK, is there any discernible difference compared to back home? Um, yeah, I guess the weather is one of them. Um, Apart from that, I think we're pretty adaptable. I mean, that's another thing our team prides ourselves on. There's a few things we've had to roll with the punches here, lots of changes, and I think that's the biggest thing about being part of this tournament is we're not in control um, of really anything, you know, in terms of training schedules and, and venues and resources. So it's, you know, we even have limited coaches to what we're used to, so it's all about just rolling with the punches and getting on with it and realising that at the end of the day we're here to play cricket and we can just focus on that. Your opening game in the group stage will be against the Indians. You've had some tight tussles over the journey. Uh, obviously, there was a T20 World Cup final in the first game of that tournament back in early 2020 where they did get the better of you. What do you think is their main strength? Uh, I think one of the things is momentum. Um, obviously, they're, they're a firecracker country, and once they get on a roll, they're pretty good at staying on it. So, um, I mean, <laughs> they're probably our hardest opposition, and to have them first up is, is going to be a good challenge. But... Yeah, it's always a decent game at least. I mean, we've we've had some good tussles with them in the past and they've come out on top early in the tournament and then we've kind of been the lucky ones at the end of it. So, yeah, we're, we're expecting no different from them. They have some real firepower, some real strength, especially at their top order, but early wickets are absolutely crucial. All right, good stuff. And just a last one before I let you go. The opening ceremony, what are you looking forward to about it the most? Are you actually going along? Uh, no, so oh, we okay. have, as Commonwealth Games Australia has, has uh, said no to that. So there's, with an early morning game and the late night and some COVID potential, um, yeah, they've, they've canned that unfortunately, but we will be getting together as, as an Australian group and, and doing that separately, which would be nice. Oh, good stuff. Well, I guess you have the opportunity to freshen up and make sure that you're at full tilt for your Commonwealth Games campaign. Shooter, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thanks so much for chatting with us. Best of luck. Hopefully you can bring home the gold medal and you can bring it back to your family as well. <laughs> Thanks very much. Gold or not coming home. <laughs> <laughs> when making the double chicken deluxe at Macca's, we wanted to improve on the perfect combo of tender Aussie chicken with cheese, tomato and aioli. So we doubled it. Chicken and Macca's together and loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Available after 10.30am for a limited time only.